Once upon a time, the town of Sanityville had a school, and that school had a beloved headmaster. His name was Principal Albert Vandervoort, and his reign over grades K through 12 was good and just. Welcome, children, to another year of fun and whimsy, combined with self-realization through perilous adventure, or as some people call it, education. Principal Vandervoort saw to it that each class was a bastion of enchantment and delight. And so, if we carry the three... What's going on here? I was teaching long division. My dear Mr. Brandt, why teach long division with blackboard and chalk when you can teach it with kittens? <laughs> um, uh, sir, I... Oh, hey, little guy. Although Principal Vandervoort had whimsical notions about the how of education, he was traditional when it came to the what. History shows us that white people are bad, which is why we will not be learning about the color white in kindergarten today. Miss Cavanaugh, I'm afraid that's not how we teach kindergarten here. And how do we teach it? We teach colors and numbers and... Facts, just as schools always have. But we do it while going outside to catch frogs in the rain. Even the lunchroom was full of bewitchments. Chicken fingers are, in my not-so-humble opinion, our most inexhaustible source of nutrition. Yay! He bestowed great rewards on good children. Bedford Olivia, eligible for movement into fourth grade. A. Average. Record of conduct clean. My dear Miss Redford, pass into fourth grade and the happiness therein. Thank you, Principal Vandevoort. I'm not going to say I was feeling pressure, but I really didn't want to disappoint my parents, my teachers, the Harvard Admissions Board. But unlike certain other whimsical headmasters, Principal Albert Vandevoort was capable of discipline. Rose Bloom Chad, up for entry into fifth grade. F. Average. Smart, but apathetic when not downright malicious. You cannot pass. Um, my dad is on the school board, and he wouldn't appreciate me being stifled in my- You shall not pass! The school building itself, under Principal Albert Vandevoort, was full of corridors tilted at peculiar angles, Clocks that ran backwards. Doors that opened into rooms you did not expect. So that was frustrating for everybody, and violated many city regulations. But it was also full of magic and wonder. And most wonderful of all was... The Albert Vandervoort Hall of Prehistoric Things Trapped in Amber. Albert Vandervoort spent his life collecting prehistoric things trapped in amber. You know, like the mosquito trapped in amber in Jurassic Park. Only Albert Vandervoort had filled a vast hall, an entire wing of the school, with prehistoric things trapped in amber. There were mosquitoes, yes, but also... Other giant six-legged predators, such as prehistoric killer bees and giant... Eight-legged predators such as... Um... Quite so, my dear Dr. Buckner. And fish and birds and plants from the Jurassic era and the crowning thing preserved in amber of them all. 
a giant two-legged predator, otherwise known as a T-Rex. You have a T-Rex? Oh, yes. Say again? We have a T-Rex. Did you hear that, Dr. Buckner? Yes, indeed. Mr. Brand, my dear Dr. Buckner, welcome to the Albert Vandervoort Hall of Prehistoric Things Trapped in Amber. Uh, Principal Vandervoort, this invoice shows some things have been shipped from as far as Kizwakistan. Do the taxpayers know their funds are allocated for such a purpose. Dr. Buckner, as an eminent psychologist and newly appointed moderator of the school board, I would expect you to understand. The AVHPTTA isn't a vanity project, it's part and parcel of what we do here, which is form young lives through imagination and wonder. I must confess, Vandevoort, there are things about your methods which I do not understand. Perhaps, my dear sir, we just need to arrange a closer look. But Dr. Buckner continued to not understand. And that was the beginning of a very bad time for Sanityville School Corporation. A time that would almost sweep away all that was good and establish a dark order. Indeed, the work of Albert Vandervoort might have been overthrown and all the children of Sanityville brought to ruination. Except for one thing. It was foretold that a hero would arise, a chosen one to save the school, a man whose name would become synonymous with education itself, Chip McGregory. Oh boy, oh boy. Quiet Saturday afternoon, Laura and the kids out getting school supplies for the first day of school, and me, well, I'm just gonna go for a walk. I guess you've worked pretty hard all week, Lance, old pal, so you just take your time and enjoy this. This is gonna be great. Nothing could possibly go wrong. Yes, sir. Nothing could possibly go wrong. And exhibit A of something that can't go wrong, the action I'm about to undertake of putting on my shoes. Because why would anything go wrong when I put on my shoes? For this walk I'm so looking forward to. Why, the very idea of anything going wrong with me putting on my shoes is just preposterous. I'll, I'll just put these on one at a time and... Uh, what the? Oh, yeah. Good news, Lance. <laughs> I filled your shoes with toothpaste. Dang it all, Chip. You did what? You filled your shoes with toothpaste, Lance. What is wrong with you, Chip? I break out in a rash if I stand too close to pickles. No, I mean... Why did you put toothpaste in my shoes, Chip? Ain't it obvious, Lance? No, Chip. I'll explain it, but you're gonna feel silly. Sillier than I feel standing here with toothpaste in my shoes? Oh, how could you feel any sillier than that, Lance? Chip, so help me, I- There was gum on the bottom of your shoe, Lance. So what? So it says right here on the toothpaste tube, prevents gum disease. Dang it all, Chip. It's not playing that trombone, Chip. But I just learned these four notes, Lance. Ugh. Besides, Lance, 
Wasn't it you that was just telling me you wanted to walk around with toothpaste in your shoes while somebody played the trombone? Yeah, Chip. Probably that's what I said. Actually, I remember your exact words. Oh, yes, what were those? <laughs> don't let the killer bees out of your trombone, Chip. Now, why on earth would I say don't let killer bees out of your trombone, Chip? Because you're coming out right now, Lance! Yeah! What? Oh, why does this keep happening to me? Yeah, I just remembered Goodnight Moon! I told you to forget Goodnight Moon, Chip! I just remembered I forgot Goodnight Moon! Oh, bees everywhere! Try not to get stung thousands of times, Lance! Why me? Why me? Why me? Why me? Why me? Why me? Honey! Run. What? 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 Wake up. You're having a bad dream. Ch- Ch- Chip's not here. He didn't put toothpaste in my shoes. It's 2.30 in the morning, Lance. So that answers my question. How? You better get some sleep. You're taking Libby to the first day of fourth grade tomorrow, remember? But, Ch- Laura, Chip's not here, right? <laughs> like, he didn't He didn't put toothpaste. He didn't put toothpaste in my shoes. I, <laughs> yeah, I guess that'd be pretty silly. I'm gonna just get a glass of warm milk. Let me... Put on my slippers and... Good morning, Lance! No! First day back to school. How's it feel, hon? Summer's over and it's back to teachers and homework and being grave for everything. So I'm so excited for that. I just hope I don't get a B plus and throw off my average. Well, the important thing is Have to... a better GPA than Elliot. Jenkinson. Oh, is that the most important thing, Olivia June? <laughs> doing my best and pleasing God. How'd you get to be so high-strung anyhow? No, it wasn't your daddy. It is a little scary not knowing who my teachers are this year. I'm gonna miss Principal Vandevoort. Liv, we talked about this. I know you kids all like Principal Vandevoort. Heck, I liked him too when I was a kid. But he couldn't do it forever. But the school board shouldn't have fired him. They... Hey, when most of the original teachers quit in protest, I supported him. But, hon, I'm sure they dug up some great subs. It's not as if you can go on strike from school. I would do it for Principal Vandevoort. Maybe Mom could grade me on something while I was home, and... You can't. Why did they have to fire him? Uh, Dr. Buckner and his gang on the board have a different vision, that's all. And so here we are. They were elected, and that's the way it is. You just keep your head down and do what's right, okay? That's the Redford way. This is gonna be the best school year ever. Love you, hon. Love you too, Daddy. Oh boy, Olivia, if you only knew what a mess we were in. This is gonna be the worst school year ever. Administration in tatters, no clear leadership. I don't envy the poor sucker who has to whip this place into shape. Well, at least I can rest easy knowing that responsibility don't rest on my shoulders. And it never will. Yes, sir. My only responsibility is to my company, American, and my boss, Stone Huntington. <laughs> well, what are you doing here? Get in here, Lance. I want you to run the school. But, I... Shut the office door behind you, Lance. This is Dr. Buckner, school board president. <laughs> yeah, I've met Dr. Buckner. Yes, the... we had a rather memorable encounter, as I recall it. We were introduced to each other, I don't recall, by whom... As it occurred, you extended your hand, I extended my hand in kind, and then we shook hands, that being customary upon such occasions. Right. At which point, you inquired how I was doing. I believe your exact words were, 
how are you doing, Dr. Buckner? Yeah, uh-huh, right. Now, as it happens, the time that you asked me, I was doing quite well. And so I remarked, quote, very well, thank you, unquote. I then proceeded to ask you how you were doing, and... Yes, yes, very amusing. Not a waste of time at all. Now, Lance, you'll be interim principal. <laughs> Stone, I, I don't understand. I, understand what? Anything. Well, that's generally not a prerequisite for working in public education, Lance. Well, that may be true, but, but what do you we want? We need someone to run this school until we find a suitable replacement. Well, if you didn't have a suitable replacement, why'd you let Vandevoort That go? old coot was past his prime, Lance. His methods were outdated... There are new educational... Okay, fine, but I can't run a school. My job's at American. Your job will be waiting for you when you've got the school in shape, Lance. Or perhaps I should say your job will be waiting for you if you get the school in shape. Well, well uh, when you put it that way, what, uh, what choice do I have? I, That's the spirit. But, but since, since when do you care so much about education, so? You know, Lance, some people see the educational system as... Nothing more than a tax-funded babysitter which turns children into zombified slaves to corporate America. Uh-huh. And as one of those people, I'm a big fan. Anywho, you'll be working directly under Dr. Buckner. But isn't the principal in charge, though? Yes, but as a school board president, Dr. Buckner is, how does one say uh, it? More important than Mr. Redford. Yes, that's it. More important than you, Lance. Actually, it divides up nicely. You'll have the responsibility to get the school back on its feet, and Dr. Buckner will have the authority. Right, so if anything goes wrong, it's my fault, but he gets to make all the decisions. I wouldn't put it like that, Lance. I would put it another way, a way that would make you feel better. But yes, that's the general idea. You'll be reporting to Buckner, who will be reporting to me. Uh, and uh, is there uh, going to be anybody to, uh, you know, help me figure this out? Fancy meeting you here, resurrected cyborg badger lord. Prepare to die! <laughs> that's what I'd say if I ever met the badger lord and he'd been robo-resurrected, pink eye. Pink eye? Where are you, girl? Pink eye, my possomic friend. Fancy meeting you in the place where I thought you already were. Where you been, girl? What's that? What are you trying to say, girl? Pink eye, are you telling me that <laughs> rabbit meat can be used in almost any dish? What's that? You weren't saying that at all? Hey, actually, Lance is, is in trouble? You gotta help Lance. Fill my shoes with toothpaste, pink eye. In your face, gum disease! Of course, you won't be reporting to me directly, Mr. Redford, as that would be, to put it succinctly, a waste of my time. Time being a precious commodity that I strive not to mm, waste. Fortunately, two junior board members have volunteered to help me help you in your administration of the school. All right, okay. Just so long as it's not... Walter and Gary! Surprised to see us, Lance? Surprised to see us, Lance? The only thing that surprises you is when you manage to put your pants on in the morning, Lance. The only thing that surprises Lance is when he manages to string together a sentence with more than five words. It takes six words to say I'm a big fat failure face, Lance. But that's what you are, Lance. A big fat failure face, Lance? Big, big fat, fat failure, failure face? face? Big, big fat, fat failure, failure face? face? <laughs> 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 oh, for sake, will you guys just in the future, Mr. Redford, 
please refrain from correcting Walter and Gary. You must learn to treat them as extensions of myself and give them all the respect that that entails. Oh, I'll give them the respect that entails. Be ashamed if this interim job went poorly for you, Lance. Be ashamed if anyone threw a monkey wrench in it for you, Lance. (laughs) (laughs) A monkey wrench into you. Please, Mr. Redford, no threats. We're currently getting by with a skeleton crew of substitute teachers from the community. The administration is in shambles. And the students have overrun their classrooms. We've decided to call it the Vandevore effect. Something that happened after you let Vandevore go? Now, Bear Vandevore was loved in some quarters for his whimsical methods. But beneath the aforementioned whimsy lurked the heart of a traditionalist. He was a rigid enforcer of grades and discipline without regard for self-esteem and his view of academia dignified man above other species and Judeo-Christian civilization above other epochs. In short, the man was a bumpkin and a fool. Just like the vast majority of regular God-fearing people since time immemorial? Yes, precisely. I'm glad you understand. Excellent. I'm off then. (laughs) Now, who can I turn to for help? Is this the end of Lance Redford? We gotta help Lance, Pink Eye. But where is he, girl? At the school. Okay, then. There's only one way to get to him. What's that? Walker Drive, three miles from my cabin on the outskirts of town to school. (laughs) Well, I guess that is one way of doing it, Pink Eye, but I was thinking of something a little simpler. Jet ski! Jet ski! Wow. What's that, girl? Yeah, I guess water does come in handy for a jet ski. <laughs> There's just one thing to do. Flood Sanityville with enough water to drive my jet ski from my house to the school. Quick, Pink Eye, blow up the dam. What's that? Blowing up the dam and flooding the town is illegal. Well, thanks a lot, Sleepy Joe. All right, girl. Plan B. B as in, <laughs> boy, is this a great plan. I'll drive my motorcycle through the woods, away from town, and up Mount Sanity until it becomes a sheer face of jagged rocks. Then I'll climb that part barehanded to reach the summit of the mountain, put together the hang glider in my backpack, hang glide off the mountain, over the woods, past my house, into town, and right up to school. What's that, girl? You think you can improve my plan? Great Caesar's ghost, you're right! We should bring pretzels! <laughs> Can't believe I didn't think of that. Luckily, there's a half-eaten bag of pretzels on top of my head. <laughs> For some reason. <laughs> well, onto my awesome motorcycle. Into your possum sidecar, Pink Eye. Fear not, Lance. Chip McGregory is on his way. Place is filthy. We better advertise for a new janitor, and I, I better do the rounds and 
see what kind of subs we've hired. School kind of lost all its magic. Hey, Andres, we're teaching math class, hermano. I know, right? Welcome to math class, little hombres. <laughs> math is the greatest subject of all time, hermano. Especially when it's being taught by Jaime. That's me. And Andres. That's you. The Brazil brothers. From Mexico. So let's get started, kids. What do you get when you subtract numero one from numero two? You get a really great time in math class. Best math ever! Oh, brother. Well, maybe Sparky's class will be better. Lance, you should listen to yourself talk. And that's the brilliance of Carl. He saw the oppression inherent to the social order and set about overturning it. Death to the bourgeois. Right, kids? Death to the bourgeois! Sparky, what class is this? Basic handwriting. Why? Uh, because you're fired. That's why. Luckily, it's Donut Day at the unemployment office. Everything's coming up sparky. Welcome to physical education, everybody. I'm your gym teacher, Mr. Seltzer. <laughs> Quentin Seltzer, that is. My name is spelled A-W-E-S-O-M. Save it for the spelling bee, Poindexter. <laughs> what a nerd, am I right? Now, the first rule of physical education is think fast. <laughs> Uh, and uh, the second rule of physical education is we don't talk about uh, the time that Mr. Seltzer creamed the kid with the dodgeball, which, uh, <laughs> come on, the whole point is dodge the ball, and it's not like get hit like a moron ball. Uh, Quincy, you're fired. F fired up for a great day of teaching. <laughs> uh, no, just fired. Aww. Holly, boy, am I glad to see someone sensible in front of a whiteboard. Thanks, Mr. R. Attention, class. I'm glad to be doing something I had my doubts about, but a school board convinced me I was ready for. Introducing your new teacher, Radiohead the Robot. Greetings, Earth children. Bring your textbooks to the front where I will annihilate them with laser technology. Activate lasers. Ah! A bear vandivore's hall of prehistoric things trapped in amber. It's even more vast and full of specimens than I remember from when I was a kid. Supposedly there's a class in here, but it cannot possibly be a worse class or teacher than what I've seen heretofore. Oh boy, that T-Rex is massive. Guess it got smaller in my imagination. And that Megarachne, the giant prehistoric doom spider. I didn't really want to remember that one. I'm just not gonna look at it real hard, just gonna walk on by and... Very good children, that concludes this lecture about organismal forensics, otherwise known as ichnology. Again, I wish to reiterate to you that my name is Dr. Buckner, and I oversee this school as well as teaching this class. A class which is undoubtedly the most important class for fourth graders. Advanced paleontology. Advanced watching a what? Hi, Daddy. Hey, Liv. You think the fact that your dad is principal makes you cool, huh? No, Chad Rosebloom. The sweater vest does that. Um, sweater vests are like land before time sequels. Nobody likes them, but they keep making them, and nobody knows why. Yeah? Well, um, you're like the original land before time. Surprisingly dark and negative. Well, you're like the Land Before Time TV show. Most people haven't heard of you, but some critics declared you bland and inoffensive. 
Hush, Chad. Children, please refrain from making hurtful statements such as hush. Young lady, you might have hurt your classmate's self-esteem. And of course, self-esteem is tetramount. I didn't get in trouble. You know what else you'll never get, Chad Rosebloom? A grade above a D minus. I'm getting A's this year, Redford. You're gonna work and study? What? No, of course not. But there are ways. Dr. Buckner, she's kicking me into self-esteem again. Children, children. Now that we've done away with punishments for bad behavior, I expect you all to act much better. If not, we will simply have to talk about the psychological ramifications of our behavior. Wouldn't you agree, Mr. Redford? Uh, in my day, we just got the paddle. An ancient practice, one might even say a fossil, that will not be re-implemented as long as I am principal. I thought I was principal. You understood my meaning, yes? Sure, wh- but why is there a paleontology class in elementary school? Besides gross incompetence, I mean? Otherwise, the county was poised to seize the entire collection of things trapped in amber, and with it, the revenue stream that goes with such an attraction. Uh, you're gonna open up, uh... Dr. Buckner's Hall of Prehistoric Things Trapped in Amber to the paying public. Albert Vandevore installed this thing to inspire the imaginations of the children. Everything he did was for the children, Dr. Buckner. Yes, Mr. Redford, and each individual display here is... Like one of my children, I love them so, you see. Except for one of them. One display is more like the epitome of my greatest fears, real and imagined. Dr. Buckner, are you afraid of the T-Rex? I know, my precocious little student person. Giant carnivorous lizards, you see, have always seemed like kindred spirits. Is it the giant prehistoric killer bees with their giant stingers? I know, my anxious little moppet. They remind me of school children, but otherwise, you see, I don't mind them. Wait, wait, is it? Uh, Dr. Bugner, I've got a couple things to say to you in private. If you wish to compliment me on any of the things trapped in amber, then of course I accept your approbation. Each one of these displays is worth the lives of every child in this room put together, plus your life, in terms of revenue-generating power. All right, class is missed. You were about to compliment me, I believe. Dr. Buckner, I got compliments for you like Red Robin has delicious entrees. A.K.A. I don't got them. Mr. Redford, criticism is against the new rules of this institution. In fact, anyone who tries to criticize anyone else will be given several reasons why they are wrong. Dr. Buckner, I'm not gonna say that your so-called methods are insane. I'm not gonna say that in just one school day you've tarnished the legacy of a man beloved by generations of Sanadyville children. And I'm definitely not going to say how offensive it is that you want to charge admission for a collection that that same man gathered for the purposes of wonder and magic. And do you know why I'm not going to say those things? Because right about now, I could really use a reason. Albert Vandervoort was a silly man, and his notions were old-fashioned. And now, thanks to the wisdom of the school board, he is no more. Now, Mr. Redford, would you like to tell your criticisms to Mr. Huntington? Seems he may have a thing or two to say. Face the facts, Mr. Redford. At this institution, 
You don't have a friend in the world. Mr. Redman? My things trapped in amber! My precious revenue-generating things trapped in amber! Stand by for action, Pinkeye! The and heavy artillery won't be necessary, girl. At least, not yet. Yeah, I'm disappointed, too. <laughs> what seems to be the trouble, Lance? I came as quick as I could! Unfortunately, my hang glider got blown off the summit of Mount Sanity before I could ride it down! And what's worse, the goat stole my pretzels! I don't mean the greatest of all time, I mean an actual goat! <laughs> At least we didn't have another one of those mix-ups, Chip. Anyway, I climbed back down and motorcycled straight here, but what seems to be the trouble? Chip, there's no guns in here. In Albert Van Devore's all the prehistoric things trapped in amber, no guns! I always knew there was something silly about this place. Sir, I'll have you know you destroyed one skylight and three priceless prehistoric things trapped in amber. I almost hit Doomy, the giant prehistoric doom spider. <laughs> Chip, Dr. Vector don't like it when you talk about spiders. Well, what about when I sing? Doomy the spider. <laughs> Silence, arachnids. Doom or otherwise shall not be condoned in this school, even when we are forced to retain them due to their revenue-generating power. These guys I did unleash look dangerous. The mosquito and the amphibian, not so much, but this little devil. I didn't know any better. I'd say that's Anthrophila carnivora, the gigantic, prehistoric killer bee. Now, thankfully, extinct. Quite so. We need to get that back in amber before huh, somebody clones it or anything. Pink Eye, you know what to do. And all your specimens are back in amber through a process I won't describe because we were all here to see it. Great job, possums. As you stated, Mr. McGregory, it would have been a horrifying disaster if anyone was foolhardy enough to clone these prehistoric killer bees into our modern era. Uh, Dr. Muckles, I got a confession. Yes? Kind of related to what you said. My trained science possum did something I did not intend. Yes? Well, they, uh... Put a banana peel under Lance's foot! What? Whoa! Oh! That reminds me. I'm here to save you, Lance! What? No, Chip, no saving necessary. I believe you were in the middle of saying something, Mr. Redford. I was. I, you, you know what, Dr. Buckner? Actually, I, I see why you need me around here. I think I'm going to like being principal of this school. That's all I have to say right now. I'm happy to help. What? That's right, Lance. While you were John with Commissioner Buckles, Walter and Gary hired me to be a substitute teacher. Chip will make the perfect addition to our faculty, Lance. He won't cause you any additional headaches or problems, Lance. Maybe I can teach a trombone class. <laughs> yes, quite amusing when you think of it.
been listening to Chip and Lance in School of the Fates. Please write a kind review of this show and be sure to share it with a friend. Plus, support us at patreon.com forward slash sound of sanity to help us keep making these shows. Music